This conference championship recap and Jason Garrett edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is your home and my home for the Super Bowl. Use the promo code SGP and get up to one thousand dollars in free bets. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid over at MyBookie. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com/sgp. That's aceperhead.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by Prop Swap. Prop Swap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to propswap.com to find better odds than your local sportsbook. Plus. When you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Simply Safe, the leader in home security. Go to simplysafe.com slash SGP to get free shipping on your order plus a 60 day money back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash SGP to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash SGP. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking that money green with my partner in picks, right? Real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Well, a couple things. One, unfortunately we have this man behind us. If you're watching over on youtube.com slash go home and get your fucking shine box sports gambling podcast. You would see that the uh, none other than the clapper himself, former head coach, Dallas Cowboys, Jason Garrett. <laughs> uh, I'll be. Is this what we're starting with? All right, just shut up. I have some things to say. Okay. Well, uh, hold on, Ryan. Before we're gonna tease. This is <laughs> as you heard in the pre-roll. This is a Jason Garrett conference championship recap. So everyone wanted your official statement on Jason Garrett. Where you're gonna go? What are we gonna do with this? Uh, and then we'll talk about uh, the conference championship games. A little little early look ahead to Super Bowl week. And the the line has been released for the Super Bowl. This I thought I thought we were gonna get away with without picking something for once, but you're gonna make me pick something again. Right. Stay tuned as we will be releasing our Super Bowl picks, uh, probably in Super Bowl week. But it's never too early to start thinking about the Super Bowl, and it's never too early to start betting on the Super Bowl over at mybookie.ag right now the line is out the San Francisco 49ers a plus one and a half point dog against the Kansas City Chiefs 49ers money line right now plus 100 KC Chiefs minus 120 total sitting at 54 they even got the first half lines up props will slowly be uh sneaking into the uh, action over at mybookie.ag and of course mybookie.ag their custom prop calculator that's always creator it's always super fun you can already if you want to get ahead of the action uh they got it all which team will Tom Brady play for week one of season of the 2020 season it's a baby fucking wheel man all you gotta do is head over to mybookie.ag use that promo code SGP to play win and get paid okay Kramer they mean to interrupt no, no, that's fine. Cause I, you got me thinking about props and the super bowl. I got very excited again about life. Unfortunately, uh, oh, no. unfortunately we come back to reality. 
And that reality has me sitting in a situation where now Jason Garrett is employed, employed mm. by the New York giants. My first thought was I didn't have a thought. Uh, <laughs> I, I I'll tell you exactly How where I was. I, I know exactly where I was. I was sitting at my desk. I was doing a little bit of work and I, I think we were getting, this was on Friday when the news broke. Is that accurate? Yes. Getting ready to go, uh, go head out. I think to the kids soccer practice or something And this news breaks. And I just start seeing white. I legitimately was <laughs> physically affected by this because on one hand, this is exactly what the Kramer FML tour was created for. Mm. Uh, it does seem like it's going on a bit too long. I didn't it's expect a never, it was supposed to only be a three day cruise, but the Kramer FML tour got lost at sea. It's it's now been going on. I, I think was that the start date when they got their ass kicked by the Packers in the playoffs a few years back. And it really was. It, it started with the boat we started trip. tracing back to that. Well, and it's almost like the Rolling Stones, who like this is our last tour it's ever. Impressive. But they just keep extending the tour. It keeps going on and on and on. Well, and this is a major stop. This is not a like a, a night in Poughkeepsie. This is a festival level, fry festival maybe level <laughs> stop on the tour. And here's how I would sum up my thoughts on this. Uh, when this happened, I was trying to figure out a way to cope with it. Let me try to look at the audience. And I I uh, I get I I looked at the children. and I'm like, girls, you wouldn't believe this. The Giants just hired the former head coach of the Dallas Cowboys to be their, co their offensive coach. I, and, and we actually had a, a great tweet from a contributor, Billy Bahate oh. saying that they must, uh, whoever's running the giants organization must be listening to the podcast, but because yeah. he's, he's a great character to the show. We may have, we mu uh, almost would have had to get rid of the shine box drop, but no, he lives on and he lives on. He's back. We thought we were going to get rid of him, but I am back. <laughs> What it do, baby? <laughs> uh, I mean, so I'm I'm talking to the children. I explain this to them, and they mm. first are like, "Oh, well, that's good. The Cowboys fired the coach, but why are the Giants hiring? Why would they do that?" I think my little one actually screamed, "No, no!" Like slow motion movie, <laughs> no. So, uh, and she also followed up by asking when the next time Russell Wilson played. So I'd, I'd <laughs> you've already, like, you've already convinced her to be a Russell Wilson I've been, fan. Right? I've been, well, I, I, I started planting the seeds that if we were going to maybe have to have to follow a team for a couple of months, uh, this would be it. Now. I don't know how long this Jason Garrett thing will last. What I will say now, we're now 72 hours removed from that news. A lot of guys do better in their second organizations. <laughs> A lot of guys <laughs> is do. Is this the uh, Bill Belichick got fired from the Browns? Uh, a lot of coaches are better leveled down. We see this a lot in corporate world. We see this a lot in the NFL. Sometimes you get promoted past your worth, mm. past your ability to be efficient, past your ability to provide value to that organization. Obviously, when he got to the level of head coach, he was no longer valuable. Hasn't been valuable for ten years. When he was coaching the offense and calling plays, wasn't valuable there either. You could argue he has one he has had one of the more talented rosters in the past six years in the NFL and has done little with it. Yeah, that would be a fair argument. On the flip side, he <laughs> has shown the ability to operate in the NFL for many years and not get fired. He, <laughs> so if that's the positive I well, have to take here. 
that's what that's the Giants good. like now, to do. They like to keep a coach way too long. He is going to a situation where he, he where he will no longer have Jerry Jones's arm all the way up to the elbow up his ass. He will no longer be a puppet. He will now be supporting the great Joe Judge. And if you saw the back of my shirt, Sean, court is in session. <laughs> all right. This this is the worst possible scenario. Now, going is he, is on the gonna, other side, I, Sean. I, I, and for I don't the mean brand, this, this is great. I don't mean this to be a troll, but is he going to be call, is he going to be calling plays? I haven't read that news yet. I don't. Uh, or well. is Joe Judge <laughs> the special teams coach who has no idea who is going to be calling plays? I'm assuming it's Garrett. I don't. I've haven't read the news one way or the other, but I can't imagine a guy who coached special teams is going to be calling the offensive plays. You got to give that to a guy who got fired from a job where they didn't even trust him to t- <laughs> to coach the to call the play. Can I make a serious statement? Sure. That franchise team's a little dysfunctional. Not that the Giants franchise doesn't, uh, but what the? Fuck? I think he has to call the plays. I'm not sure who are they going to hire a play caller position? Are they going to hire? Are they going to let their quarterbacks coach call plays? I don't know. You know, Sean, he did go to Princeton. Yeah. Is so in he good will, hands with Jason Garrett. Will will he develop uh, Daniel Jones? Well, or I, and I are you still a, a Daniel Jones fan? It's unclear. You haven't really big Daniel Jones fan. Okay. I think it's great to have another uh, white Caucasian on his level for him to relate to. I think <laughs> it was a little hard for him to relate to the previous coaches. Not not going to Ivy League caliber schools like Duke or Princeton. Yeah, that's good. Daniel Jones reportedly has a little ginger in him, so also good to have someone mm. that can relate to that kind of minority discrimination. And uh, also important that when you're kind of a passive little bitch, that you're being coached by someone who can help you Most relate to those situations. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I I just don't understand what Mara saw. This is the problem with these old football people. And they just want to get football people back in the building. This is how incest started, right? Well, we don't want to go to that town next over there. Those people are savages. So we're just going to keep fucking our cousins. <laughs> next thing you know, your mutation happens. That's what the NFL is, Sean. And you asked me about being a fan of the giants. Of course, I'm still a fan of the giants. Now, will I take an extra strong look at the XFL teams Mm. coming out this spring? Absolutely. Will I take an extra strong look at this fucking giants franchise and wonder if you're John Mara, I assume you haven't the internet and you have to be aware that people aren't super happy in your ability to make decisions. Uh, AKA Dave Gettleman. So you think the move is this just a get them off the scent of Gettleman by hiring Jason Garrett? <laughs> it, are, it, are like the, who is more divisive <laughs> and less popular than Dave Gettleman? I know Jason Garrett. Uh, anyway, so uh, I'm not super stoked. Uh, we fortunately, I seem to be a little bit more middle of the road than some of the folks in the Slack channel over yeah. at uh, slack.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Poor golf contributor Steve Shermer ready to hang himself. I appreciate his ability <laughs> to be honest. Cuz in my mind I'm like, well, if I get super hot takey, then it's going to come back to bite me in the end. And plus this oh, is hot 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 hot. And last, I'll close with this. Why are we surprised? The powers are strong. The powers yeah. of the Sports Gambling Podcast are very strong. Not only does it influence Jason Garrett to stay in the league. Not only does it influence uh, the national media picking up on the story of Mike Rabel wanting to cut off his dick, but uh, it, you know, 
it's a, it, the Kramer FML, FML tour is su- such a powerful force. Justin Fuente was even considered for a head coaching job at Baylor, <laughs> but he didn't take it. Of course, very on brand for the tour. So, well, Ryan, let's let's get things a little happier. No, at least the Yankees weren't caught cheating. So, wait, they were. <laughs> wow, there you go, Sean. Everything is disgraced. Everything is in shambles that Ryan Kramer is involved with, except the Sports Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is the Super Bowl, mere days away, weeks. I can't believe we. There's only one football game left. The best way, the best way to be involved in this Super Bowl. Well, there's a million different ways: the profits, the picks, the parlays. But what really is always fun—a tradition unlike anything other—the Super Bowl squares. Ryan, if you're hosting a Super Bowl squares party uh, or Super Bowl party, you got a square sheet. You can go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. By the time this podcast is up, that post will be up. You can download your own SGP squares thing to print out. Great way to get people hooked on the show. And for your loyal service as a DJ, we're going to be giving away a thousand dollars for listeners only in the SGPN squares pool contest right now. The information is not out there yet, but here's what you have to do. Send in a screenshot of a five star iTunes review, and you will be entered into the Super Bowl Squares contest. So send in a new, it has to be a new one, five star review. Now, sometimes it takes a day or something to go through. So you're going to have to submit it, check back in. I know what you're thinking. Sean, I've already submitted a five star review. What am I to do? You're supposed to get your kid's phone, your boss's phone, your wife's phone, your lover's phone. Whatever your side piece, you don't have access to another phone that you can review on iTunes. Let's game the system together. So a new iTunes review has to be submitted. Five stars. Send that screenshot in. Hey, we may only get five, six entries. Then they're going to get a bunch of squares. You want to get a part of it. We'll be giving away a thousand dollars. Nice. Pretty awesome. Huh, Ryan? See what I did there. I didn't expect us to be giving out all this cash. Whose pockets this coming out of Sean? My pockets. Ours. God. You know, Ryan, we're talking about the sports gambling podcast. We're talking about, Hey, you're probably the guy having the super bowl party, or you're the guy in charge of gambling at your super bowl party. We've been there myself, Kramer, many times. Then someone comes up, they haven't watched a game the entire year. They're like, Hey, can you put a bet in for me? Uh, I I like the red team. (laughs) They're both red this year. Sorry, buddy. But wouldn't it be a little bit easier if you just had your own sports book? Why not? Why not get started now? The Super Bowl is the perfect entry point into starting your own sports book. Go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. You can get six weeks free. So you're, you're already getting into March Madness there. Completely free. Start now before the Super Bowl happens. Imagine someone comes up to you and says, like, hey, can you put a bet in for me? <laughs> oh. Why not just check out my own sports book? They're like, you know how to set up a sports book. You can lie to them and say, yes, you do. But really, <laughs> it's the good people over at Ace per Head. They'll get you set up. Uh, in game wagering, live bets. Everyone's going to be on their phone placing bets. Why would you not be a part of that? Why shouldn't you be the one collecting that cash so that you can go bet, bet it on your own? Really, it, starting your own sports book is a great way to supplement possible losses from sports gambling. As we know, uh, fellow DJs, but Aceperhead, leader in paperhead providers, and up to six weeks free. It doesn't get better than that. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Aceperhead.com slash SGP.
Uh, that never happens to us, Sean. What? People asking about uh, right. putting in bets. Three types of people annoy me when it comes to Super Bowl time. People that act like I don't know the spread. Hey, do you know the spread on the game? <laughs> yes, I know the spread on the game. Two people that want to give me a five dollar bet. No, I don't yeah. want your five dollar bet. No, I, but I, if I, you had your own sports book, you could at least go. Hey, here's your log and here's your thing. You take care of it. Yeah. Then you know it's so annoying. When, like, let's say I had a thousand bucks on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl at mybookie.ag, and then someone comes up to me and goes, Hey, can you put in a bet for me on the Patriots? First off, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm not going to sully it with my account, but you want a separate account. I, I wish I had my own sportsbook going then. I could have just sent them over there. We'll get to this Chiefs Titans recap in just a second. Worth noting, Ryan, we've gone viral. The Coach Leach uh, clip of him breaking down the SEC mascots. Shout out to uh, Fox Sports, twenty four seven Sports, a bunch of the uh, other websites are picking it up, and uh, yeah, we're almost at forty thousand views over on YouTube. So, uh, congrats! Are they crediting us? Yeah, well, they just embed the uh, okay. video, so you get to see you, me, and Colby interviewing mm. Coach Leach. We do look good. Hey, great day to wear the branded T shirt, huh, Sean? Perfect day, mm. and then you can see Colby just looking at his phone a bunch. I uh, can see me rocking the SGP hats. Do you think Colby understands how video works? <laughs> it is unclear at times that he, <laughs> uh, to his credit, he doesn't have a laptop to be looking at for pulling information. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a great clip. I mean, Coach Leach is awesome, super funny guy. Hoping to uh, take a trip out to Starksville, aka Stark Vegas. Uh, ch- promoting this clip on uh, Twitter and social media, I. I don't know what it is about Starkville, Mississippi, but uh, apparently they're known as Stark Vegas. So maybe what happens there stays there. I don't know, but uh, we're definitely going to, if a town's, uh, you know, nickname is Las Vegas. I think we owe it to ourselves and the listeners to take a trip down to Stark Vegas, watch a game, enjoy some sec football. I mean, we, we like, we like action, oh, right? Hanging out on a college campus. Where your good buddy Coach Leach is there, we—that's oh, the other thing we need to do. We need a Coach Leach drop. I don't know. He doesn't. Uh, I'm trying to think of that interview or interviews we've done with him uh, that that have been like really drop worthy. Uh, I don't know how long the uh, lot of hot guys, lot of hot girls <laughs> drop is, but that might have to be it. Yeah, we gotta we gotta track that down. If you guys have a good Mike Leach drop from his appearances, send that in. We'll hook you up with some merch. Uh, so apparently this started with Adidas creating, um, or this, th- this, ca- this became started to cascade by Adidas creating shoes that had start Stark Vegas on it in 2014. Yeah. And, 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 you know, put up the DJ and bad signal. If there's anyone that is a Mississippi state fan, a big listener to the podcast, hit us up. We want to know what's going on. Dude, in, th- in, you want to know what this is called? Why they call it this? The story goes that the nickname, which is now a proud one for Mich- Mississippi State fans, emerged from what was once an insult. Critics of the town, as well as rivalry SEC sports fans, would ironically call the town Stark Vegas because of its small size, lack of culture, and absence of things to do. The nickname Stark Vegas has been around for at least twenty-five or thirty years. It started becoming le- be- it started becoming widely used in nineteen eighty-seven, according to the New York Times. Uh. Yeah, I what what the heck? Really? The SEC Now, if we didn't need any more reason to dislike the SEC as the establishment. SEC. You're 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 using the town of Vegas as an insult to make fun of a town where there is not culture and lack things to do. 
Have you been to Vegas? Yeah. What? <laughs> there's there's a million things to do in Las Vegas. That's why it's what? awesome. Here's this oh one. Oh my god. Ryan, as so- if as if it doesn't as if it couldn't get any better, but uh Mississippi, one of the states that's legalized sports gambling. So, I feel like we'll be setting some roots in uh, Starksville, Mississippi coming up soon. Uh again, if you're a local, hit us up. We want to we want to be all in on uh on the Bulldogs and 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 SEC yeah, football. What, what so. do we need to do that? Yeah, what? we need I we need some uh, locals. So Starksville people, hit do you us think, up. Do, I mean, we've said this before. We weren't sure about Alabama, but do we think people in Mississippi listen to the show? And if so, w- would one of those fans from Mississippi send us an authentic cowbell? Oh, that would be awesome. That would be a great addition here, sitting right next to our sweet Jameson, that uh, <laughs> pinballs forty five guy who won the uh, listener league, hooked us up, and uh, someone else reached out and said they were going to send some liquor. So I like to think that we're starting a new trend, hashtag listener liquor. And uh, we'll be getting a pretty nice filled out a bar cart here. Um, yeah. Just leading right into March madness where we will be heading to real Las Vegas, March 18th to, to uh, not 21st. do much and uh, enjoy no culture. I guess <laughs> the culture is gambling. Gambling is its own culture. Uh, it makes no sense to me, Ryan. We're all friends in Vegas. All right, let's talk about the games that happened. Uh, Tennessee, unfortunately, well, it depends how you look at it, but we will not be hearing any more stories about Mike Vrabel cutting off his dick. Uh, unfor- that just didn't happen. And uh, as much as we wanted it to, interesting game. I mean, Tennessee certainly. Oh man, they they were in this game for the majority of the game. It really felt like it got away from them. How many car- the how many carries did Derrick Henry have in the second half? Not enough. Three. Yeah. That's I mean, not that's really they got away from their formula there. And part of it was Kansas City kind of beat them with their own formula of ball control offense, right? And and they didn't do it by pounding the rock. They did it with they had Damian Williams going in the passing game. I think that was huge. Really, the story of the game was uh Patrick Mahomes over rushing yards, which you gave out on the podcast. Uh we liked I mean I think there really is something to rushing quarterbacks over in elimination games, especially at home. I think they realize, Hey, we, I just got to put the team on my back. But what happened was Tennessee was doing a decent job covering the receivers. And then, you know, Mahomes would just uh, go off and run at that 27 yard touchdown run. Very nice. That was uh, awesome. I mean, that was just, it was an all time play. Shout out to Mahomes there. That was definitely a Marshawn Lynch hold my dick kind of play. Showtime Mahomes. Showtime Mahomes indeed. And uh, the Titans didn't play horrible. They uh, they kind of made a push there late. They had that fake punt which was crazy that it worked. And it was, uh, why, why does this happen every year in the playoffs when there's a critical moment where it's the most obvious well they have to throw they have to do a fake punt here. And then the guy's just streaking down the field wide open. And, and and with a fake punt pass, there's only one read. It's crazy that that guy that. And, and but what, I've also I've never seen a fake punt go deep over the middle. It's usually you work the sides. And what have we learned this this season about fake punts? There's no pi. There's no pi. Which yeah, he should have just leveled them. That was one thing that was really annoying. Uh, as a Tennessee a backer there, unfortunately, that I would have that deep pass they threw to kind of uh, help ice the game for the chiefs. I think it was the Watkins or whoever that drew the PI. Maybe it was Hardman. The guy turned his head I, in a big game like that. I would like to see them put away the whistle. I'm always, call. I 
Mm. You don't call that. I, anytime. What's really annoying is the plays where the guys try and it's like the NBA where a guy is clearly going up the hoop just to draw contact. Like yeah. we've, we've come up with this thing where now everyone knows the rules that if the cornerback doesn't turn, you can just draw contact. It, it just seems like an easy, cheap way to get PI. The guy I think made a pretty decent turn on the ball. Uh, I would have, I would have liked to seen them not, not call that penalty probably wouldn't have made a difference, but at least would have made covering the spread, the seven and a half. Uh, a little bit more interesting. So shout out to the Chiefs. Congratulations uh, to the Chiefs. Big uh, big win for them. That was a. I mean, that wasn't a probably. That one hundred percent led to the spread not being covered. Yeah, that was really. I, I do think that was the difference in the spread. That would have. That would have. It would have been like what five minutes left or whatever. The point being, I think what you're getting to is, as it was happening, you knew that th- like that became the game clinching call. Or that becomes the the call that keeps them in the, the not the lack of a call there. I think for a playoff game, pretty tough, pretty tough to make that call. Did you see the the video of the dude, the ref throwing the holding flag before yes. the play? So who knows what was really going on well, there? And I I do have the story. So the that guy, uh, what you're talking about is there's a line. It looked ju- like he was throwing like a a, a neutral zone in flag infraction or illegal formation flag because he. He threw it as soon right as the away. ball was yes. snapped. So he, the ref, threw the the flag in the Tennessee Kansas City game, and everyone goes, "Oh, they called holding!" Yeah, right as the ball snapped. So that ref called offsides. They had a discussion. That got ref it. got overruled that he wasn't offsides. The back judge, not in the in the video, saw the holding. He was the one who called the holding. So that was kind of the explanation there. Tannehill, uh, <laughs> probably not a good sign when your quarterbacks. Moving his tablet, his Microsoft Surface tablet. Again, NFL players are the only ones I know who use the Microsoft Surface tablet. I did also, he was moving it with his nose because his hands were so cold. He didn't want to use them. Not a great sign. We probably underestimated the Tennessee warm weather team uh, going into freezing cold Kansas City. Isn't it odd because they're not like, ge- like geographically, they're not that far apart? Yeah. But just Kansas City is a much po- a colder place than Tennessee. Uh, so Tannehill. Let me ask you this: How far apart? Where do they play? Where does Tennessee play? Na- uh, Nashville. Nashville, right? How far away do you think T- Nashville and Kansas City are mileage? A thousand miles. Five hundred by drive. It's an eight-hour drive. Five hundred fifty-three miles. Wow, that's way closer than. And they're thought. only a little bit north of Nashville. Yeah. Oh, uh, and and yeah. So right, just throwing that out there. It's kind of little, little nuggets, little info. Heaviest person to catch a touchdown pass. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> Dennis Kelly, former Philadelphia Eagles. He had two touchdown receptions. Yeah. Which puts him ahead of uh JJ Arthago Whiteside, the mm. Eagles second round receiver that they drafted. Somehow Dennis Kelly, former offensive lineman, getting more getting more uh touchdown passes. Really, I think the reason why Kansas City won, and it was something there were two things that really scared me going into the game. As a Tennessee backer, a Mahomes, all that stuff. A lot of the announcers picked the Titans of the win. I yep. think it retweeted the screenshot. It was way too many for a seven and a half point dog. I, you just immediately realize you're fucked. Yep. And then shout out to uh, Kansas City super fan, Big Buck Chuck. Uh, he was the Kansas City Chiefs fan who left the Texans Chiefs game after the first quarter when they were down twenty four nothing, saying he was he was jinxing the team and he went home to watch the game. The the Chiefs honor him. They give him all this free stuff. 
they're there. Like the mascot came over to his house. They give him a big screen TV. They're hooking him up with all this gear so that he stays and watches the game at home. So I think them honoring the Jujo in that way uh, was, was big. And I think a big reason why they won, right? Imagine your favorite sports team giving you a bunch of shit to stay away. Yeah. <laughs> That's it gotta is weird. feel cold blooded. It, like it is weirdly an insult, but the, you know, he's got a nickname, bad luck, Chuck, he's rolling with it and he's not fighting it. It's a lot like this guy, Jason Garrett and the value that he brings. I go home and brand. get your fucking shine box. Cause we were going to, we were getting ready to wipe that drop. We were, that drop was going to get erased been, from the board. Had to have been retired. And the guy actually uh, is a, is a follower uh, on Twitter. I can't podcast. So maybe we'll have to hit him up, Brian, get him on for the hit super him, bowl. Uh, yeah. Can we, are we allowed to talk about our plans for next week? I think, I mean, sure. I, what are your thoughts? On Management how, is telling us we have to blow it out for super bowl week. Apparently it's go a big huge. week. We're going to go huge. I, I think I keep going back and forth in my head. Hold on. Announcement music. Okay. And for those who've never heard a Super Bowl show, the first thing that we must tease is sh- I think Sean, <laughs> as always, will bring a hot new freestyle Super Bowl song. Yes. That is confirmed. Yep. That'll be on the final. I think we do four podcasts mm. next week. Wow. Okay. I, I like doing a podcast just from the Chiefs r- perspective, a podcast oh. just from the 49ers perspective, where we hit the Chiefs props that we like, that we're interested in. Bring on some Chiefs super fans. Like it. We do a 49ers thing. Same. So are we, we going to be able to find Niners super fans? That I, might be I, tough. I don't know. I feel like there's not a ton of Niners fans in our mentions. If, if you'd like to make your case for the Niners on the Sports Gambling Podcast, hit us up on Twitter at Gambling Podcast or, of course, podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Then maybe we do a, a Super Bowl partying or lifestyle edition. Mm. Something, something. Vegas, maybe. How to do Vegas. I, we'll, we'll have to think. A Super Bowl, uh, just owed to the Super Bowl. And then our final Hicks podcast ride. So I'm, I'm here, and we're going to do fantasy, of course. We're going to throw Yeah, some, so maybe that's how we do it. Maybe we do a DFS, a Chiefs, a San Francisco, and then our final Picks podcast. Okay. That seems like good way to go big or go home. Do we just allow uh baby whale fans to come on and, and rep it's a baby fucking wheel man. <laughs> rep Garoppolo. This is the strangest uh, thing ever. Boston fans being happy for the Niners. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you? They they just can't they can't logic, get over. They can't it's like they, they think they're still in the playoffs. It's like they think the franchise isn't done. <laughs> this is the end. Uh it you know, uh, Tom Brady, Ryan, there's breaking news that Tom Brady mm. keeping an open mind. Did you see the picture? No. You saw the picture from UFC 246. Oh, Saturday him night. To, uh, in beautiful Las Vegas. Who was Tom Brady making acquaintances with? Mr. Mark Davis, owner <laughs> of the Las Vegas Raiders. They need a quarterback, Sean. Now, I, I will say this Derek, Derek Carr, much better biceps. Definitely mm. higher ranked by David Carr on the list of quarterbacks in the National Football League. But I have a feeling John Gruden would love to have Mr. Tom Brady, which, by the way, I know we got way too much of the Aaron Rodgers got looked over by San Francisco and we he's mad about it. But it was funny to see who picked 23rd that year right before right before the Green Bay Packers. The Oakland Raiders. <laughs> the Oakland Raiders. Anyway, let's uh what else we got? Rare oh, miss, uh, Packers, rare miss for Packers Niners. Race. Speaking of which, should we transition to that game? We will, Ryan. But before we do that, ooh, talking about our good pals over at Prop Swap. 
Prop Swap, of course, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. All season long, if you're if you're shopping over a Prop Swap, you're getting better prices. There's a ton of uh, Super Bowl futures out there. I'm looking at this Ryan right now. 76ers to win the NBA championship. You can buy it for $151 and 50 cents. Of course, or you can bid it. Uh, we got Oklahoma to win the 2020 national championship in basketball. Stop. It was a, uh, it was a hundred to one ticket there. San Diego state, which I, Ooh, I like this It's fun loading up on our gals. There's a bunch of San Diego state tickets there and it, they're all different prices. University of Virginia, Ryan. I think we may have to buy this one just for the podcast. The cherry on the Kramer. I, it it's back it be to short sighted to call it a cherry because they just keep the Sunday keeps growing, but there's a bunch, bunch of um, college basketball, NBA, and of course uh, NFL. There's still some super bowl futures out there uh, that you can get in and you can get a better price, right? Cause if you're so yeah, I don't I'm, I'm going to buy this Virginia one. Yeah. <clears throat> so really, I mean, it's the same and Ooh, this is interesting one. Jimmy Garoppolo to win the 2019 NFL MVP. Normally mm. there's a lot of value in getting the quarterback. At, not this year, not this year, but it's certainly interesting. Uh, Nick Bosa, AP defensive player of the year. Uh, I would get that right away. But again, there's so many different bets you can buy from other people. And the, the reason you do it over a prop swap is because you're getting a better price, right? They're looking to hedge. They're looking to get the shirt thing and you're looking to get better odds. You meet in the middle and to make it even a little bit better, get a free t-shirt from us. Use that promo code SGP over at propswap.com. Send in that screenshot and you get a free lock dog tees t-shirt just that easy and a hundred dollars. And it's not it's not a deposit bonus. It's not a rollover code. It's just an extra hundred dollars uh, matched. Uh, if you, uh, if you deposit up to a hundred dollars, to match it up to a hundred dollars, go to propsaw.com. Use a promo code SGP void where prohibited straight cash, homie straight cash. Indeed. So Packers 49ers real quick, back to your point about the Jimmy Garoppolo ticket yeah. in a strange way. That's that's actually kind of the year you do snap up the quarterback. I feel like because <clears throat> we've seen this before, right? The 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 greatest example would be uh, you know, my New York Giants, Eli Manning. Justin Tuck had a game of games. He forced fumbles, had two sacks, still was not enough to get the MVP trophy, perhaps because Eli had that one like kind of lucky play. But I think when you're looking at uh, this San Francisco team, you have to play that game of, are they going right, to, so what does it take for a defensive guy to get it? It would have to be like Richard sermon, getting two picks, yeah. maybe even a touchdown, Nick Bosa, two, three sacks, forcing a turnover. Uh, mo- obviously if Mostert does what he did today, that's probably yeah, MVP he worthy. He would have gotten it, but for a quarterback of a team going into the super bowl with a very good chance to win. Now I'm turning the corner on this goddamn Niners team, by the way, Sean, Uh Oh, look out their offense is going to shred the chiefs defense. I just, uh, it's going to be a shootout. I'm excited for the super bowl. It's interesting because what they're almost like Tennessee on steroids in that they like the play action. They like running the ball. They're just, they just have better skill positions. They have more player diversity. They don't just have Derrick Henry. They have a bunch of running backs. Uh, we'll see, you know, what happens with the uh, Coleman injury. I, I don't know. He could, he probably is going to be out for a long you time. You know what though? That helps the Niners. 
Shanahan clearly likes him for some reason, and he's no, just no, not no. as good. Uh, yeah, and I, in a weird way, you're right. The Super Bowl MVP odds—they're already at Mahomes plus one forty. What? Wow. What? What? What's surprising about that? Well, I I would have expected Mahomes to win the MVP to more closely reflect the money line. Yeah, I mean, we saw this all the time with the Patriots, where the Pats and the Brady MVP odds were almost identical. No one's winning it on the Chiefs that isn't named. I couldn't imagine. I mean, Damian Williams would have to have a if if Travis Kelsey has three touchdowns, hypothetically. Then Mahomes probably has four or five. You're right. And I, if I think Tyree kill has three touchdowns. Mahomes probably has four or five. <laughs> I think the only path for this is again, some it's a low scoring game and you know, a Damian Williams has two touchdowns or it, it, it just, I hard for me to see a path for Mahomes. So you, you found my lock for this podcast. Then if you like the chiefs plus one forty on Mahomes is yep. ridiculous. They're laying points. Correct. Yeah. Right now over my bookie, they're minus one and a half. Yeah. So the money line, I think it's probably like minus one twenty five. If I are you happy for Andy Reid? Yeah, me too. I, I mean, I like Andy Reid, good coach. It's I would, annoying that he doesn't get spoken about. Well, uh, right. Between when we opened the podcast and right oh now, no, what happened? The Super Bowl line has moved to Chiefs minus two, money line minus one twenty five. So sixty five cents to take Mahomes. Yes. If you like Kansas City, maybe you get over there at my bookie right now. Lock that in. Or if you like the Forty ers maybe there's a chance to, it gets to three. Uh, that'll be interesting. Let's. Speaking of, uh, we were talking about the Kramer FML earlier. A, a secret little. Uh, they did a little uh, unpublished, unannounced mini show of the, on the Kramer FML tour happened. Mm. As somehow walking into the playoffs, I held futures on. I think it was six <laughs> of the twelve playoff teams. Who did you have? You had Green Bay, Green Bay, Seattle, Seattle New Orleans, and the NFC. Right, pretty yeah. good. And then I had a tiny bit of Tennessee and Baltimore and the AFC. All dead, all of them dead, completely dead. So that's cool. it's almost impressive that you didn't get one of those teams into the uh, Super Bowl. Everything for a because of New Orleans. I blame New Orleans. So uh, what I would what I would advise the clients to do right now. If you're looking to lock yourself into a potential positive EV situation, uh, and you're still not really sure which way you want to go in the game, I think you grab Mahomes MVP. I think you grab Niners money line. Mm. Those are both plus odd propositions right now, and I, I kind of feel like it's one or the other. I think yeah, like, Chiefs, say- Chiefs need to win like a seven. It would have to be a seventeen fourteen. So if you, but right now the the forty ers money line is only plus one hundred five, but That's either right. way you have <laughs> you have plus one hundred five or plus uh, one sixty. I'm saying or you do this right now, like small wagers. The limits probably aren't huge yet, but as you're starting to dive in, I, I think this is a pricing error, and I think you should grab and take advantage of that pricing error. I also imagine money will continue to come in on the Chiefs. So perhaps you take the Mahomes plus odds now, and you w- that will certainly come down. I think we uh, we both agree on that. And then you wait for that Niners money line to keep keep crawling up because people probably feel the same way we do. Jimmy Garoppolo sucks. 
Yes. But he happens to be on a fucking elite team and <laughs> they're they're doing their thing. Yeah. Well, let's just finish recapping Green Bay Sorry. San Francisco. We didn't really I mean, what's there to recap? We got we got a little sidetracked. Jimmy G, eight passes. How do you win an AFC or NFC championship with eight passes? I'll tell you how. You walk into it with a game plan that Green Bay had, which is like let's let them get up by 21 before we start letting Aaron Rodgers throw the ball. What is that about? Like as I'm watching Aaron Rodgers throw the ball 65 yards yards in the air and it probably like 2 miles high and Devontae Adams per- perfectly runs under it for a huge play. Just Why completely are we not doing that? burning Jimmy, Richard Sherman. Jimmy How- G, who I kept mentioning, Jimmy Graham, the real Jimmy G, had a nice deep ball. Like he was uh, I'm sure there were other opportunities. And real uh, to go back to the Tennessee Kansas City game, I don't know how I forgot it, but shout out to Chris Giordani giving out a yeah. Herxer, uh, huge score a touchdown anytime. That was probably our biggest win of the uh, of the weekend. Uh, plus seven hundred uh, really helped my DraftKings lineups. Would have been awesome if I would have had Mostert. You basically had to have Mostert, but Herxer also was open for another one earlier on in the game yeah. that Tannehill just couldn't connect with him. I couldn't tell if it was. Perkser was slow or uh or Tannehill overthrew him, but he beat his man. It was open deep. And I'm like, Ferkser! <laughs> That's such a great name. I feel like it's like a, a Oh Madden. Madden would love that dude. Yeah, he's one of those guys who will get penetration. But yeah. back to Green Bay San Francisco, just they wasted like three possessions in the first quarter and a half that let the game end. The and game I, was over. How do we how are we the only ones criticizing Rodgers? He gets just such a huge pass. Mike McCarthy's not there. Who do you blame it on? They're they have skill position guys. You have Aaron Jones. You probably have your best defense. You have Devontae Adams. They're, they're talking on the broadcast. They're talking about relooking at the skill position. You have a premier running back and a premier number one receiver. The offensive line was pretty solid. Isn't it funny? Rodgers turned the ball over a lot, man. Isn't it funny how the skill position players start to become the problem when the quarterback's not making them better or the offense isn't making them better, right? I I, I mean, you you hear the same that you don't hear anyone talk about Lamar Jackson needs more skill position players, and I guarantee an average NFL fan could not name a single receiver on that team. Okay, Aaron Rodgers has Devontae Adams and a number of good receivers who, for whatever reason, just can't do it. I do think some of the blame needs to fall on Matt LaFleur and that you can't no, run the ball three times and punt. I, I think in the, in to the some t- degree, but then also Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what it is. If he's hesitating or he's not trusting the offense, but Troy pointed it out a, a couple times in the Seattle game, a couple times, even this game where he didn't really criticize him, but kind of mentioned it. There were guys open and he just wasn't, he, he was scared to throw the quick pass. He wasn't taking advantage of holes of passing windows that they had. He was, clear. Pa- he was passing up holes. <laughs> Rare for I. It just didn't make sense. A lot of his playing style, and it's it's tough to really be that critical of Lafleur. He came in, they won fourteen games yeah. this season. Like that was a good. What were the Packers the year before? Seven and nine. Like you got to give him some credit for that. No, it's just it it is it, well. But the Seahawks had a great record record too. But when games mattered, you saw it. You saw this resistance to letting your quarterback be a playmaker. To me, when I see Seattle and I see Green Bay, I see a lot of the same tendencies where it's the coach knows better. Coach knows better, game plan is better. I don't care that you you're you're a freak athlete, you're a freak playmaker, you're a freak quarterback. I we're going to do it my way until that until I see it fail. And I think on the flip side, we see a Kansas City Chiefs team that does not do that. 
I've never seen the Kansas City Chiefs be like, no, we're going to stick to the game plan, and even if that means we're going to run, 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 pass or run, run, pass, punt. Well, I, I think Andy Reid's game plan is always passing, so he does stick to that. I think he's been in a weird way. I think this has helped him that they've gotten down and that they've had to pass. All right. I'll give you an example. You, you run, you, you run Aaron Jones on a toss play for eight yards, second and two, instead of taking a shot, being aggressive, you run a screen play that nets you minus five, third and seven. What do you do? Some sort of weird running play, get two yards, punt the ball. I don't see how that's playing to win the game. Yeah. If I was a Packers fan, I would have a problem with that. It's just yeah. you're not playing to win the game. Are you watching the same game I am? Because your defense can't stop them. So I would suggest trying to get points out of every drive. Yeah, I think if you're going to criticize the coaching, you have to criticize whatever's going on, uh, defensive coordinator wise, game plan wise. Because for them to just clearly, hey, we're just going to keep running most for them to be that unbalanced and for you not to be able to adjust. Stubborn. Is insane. Well, you know where Mike Pettin came from. You know where he got his defensive chops, Mister Rex Ryan. Oh yeah, my way or the highway. <laughs> no, it's just it, there is a clear set of coaches in this league that know how to adjust, and and I think we saw like the two coaches in the Super Bowl are two of the best examples of how you adjust on the fly in the National Football League. Granted, both of those guys are offensive minds, but. We see that de- these defensive minds don't know how to adjust, so there's a clear advantage for these guys. That there is, Ryan. That there oh, got a is. lot off my chest there. Yeah. Ooh, new sponsor to the program, Ryan. I'm always excited when we get a sponsor to the program that one of us is already using that we're already using because it makes it makes the e- reads that so much easier. Simply safe. Home security. It's like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use, right? Pretty strong. They need to know police are going to get to the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. There's a break in. Simply Safe uses real video evidence to get police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than a normal burglar alarm. Because I think what happens is, it's so common for the burglar alarm to be tripped off. The cops are like, oh yeah, we'll go look at this eventually. But if you have simply safe calling them and looking at the video and going, Hey, this is a guy. He's a, uh, he's seven foot two, 350 pounds, maybe whatever. They're just, they're describing this guy and he's in your house. It creates a sense of urgency for the police. They're like, oh wow, this is not a false alarm. We'll be right there. We actually use Simply Safe here for the SGP studio. Have a lot of camera equipment, lighting equipment, Ryan's yeah. TVs. Lot, lots of equipment. And I can tell you, part of the reason they help, they also validate that it's real. There was a situation where you had to come over to the studio while yes. I was not here. You tripped the alarm. They called me first to validate that mm. you were not some sort of intruder. <laughs> I said, everything's okay. You're like, he's, he's an Irish looking guy. Good to go. So, yeah. And they, they got it all with the sensors, entry motion, glass break sensors. And again, I think normally what people's hold up is to get in a system like this, a security system is, ah, you gotta get some guy to install it. You'll be drilling a bunch of holes. If you're renting, that's annoying. No hole drilling. Uh, It's easy to set up. So easy. I mean, you can't see the other side of our studio, but I'm not a, I'm not the kind of guy that keeps up on his chores. No. I did all of this myself, Sean. I even just went out 
they're not paying us to say this at all, but I just went out and bought the simply safe doorbell. Wow. Again, video for the police to see who's trying to get into the DGEN's only lair. Exactly. And we got a we got a giant stack of cash here. People want to get in. <laughs> they're not, because we're guarded by Simply Safe. Just go to simplysafe.com slash SGP today to get free shipping on your order plus a 60 day money back oh. guarantee. Simplysafe.com SGP slash SGP to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash SGP. Sean, that's simply safe with two eyes. Yes, exactly. S <laughs> I M P L I safe. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, nice. It's always cool to have. We're growing up, Ryan. We're becoming a big boy podcast. Well, and, and, and as you know, metaphorically, we grew up as humans. It turns out that that women like to have a security system. Yeah, not something I would have ever done. But <laughs> I went, went and finally, and it was one of those things that sat in the box for a while, and finally, it was like, God damn it, I got to set this up. But now I'm happy I did. Yeah. Anyway, keep it simple, keep it easy. What couple, else we got? Couple He's just, still clapping up there. This is this fucking guy. <laughs> YouTube.com right, sports gambling podcast. And, and I forgot about this, Ryan. I'm going to send uh, this to you as we speak because now, now he's been extended, right? Jason Garrett has been extended. We thought he was going to be gone, but we need, um, we need a. Uh, what do we need? We need a sound trap for the clapper. And what better than the actual TV show? The clap on, clap off. Uh, so I'll, I'm sending that to you right now to pull as a new drop on it, boss. Uh, it's gonna be. Uh, you can't. You can't deny how great that's gonna be to have the clap on, clap off uh, <laughs> thing as a drop moving forward. Anytime I, we talk about the offense, can't wait for the Giants to have the top offense in the league next year. Well, right. Certainly. I mean, <laughs> Raheem Mostert is just a great example of why you have to spend, yep. <clears throat> why you have to draft a uh, running back number two overall. Mostert, uh, what was he? Third pick, fourth pick? I think, yeah, fourth pick, fourth yeah, pick. Was, Big special teams he's guy. He's cut six times. <laughs> he has four touchdowns. It, running backs don't matter, literally. You can throw anyone back there. They're going to be good if you have a good offense and are a good offensive line. This is a nice little uh, random Super Bowl nugget. This is the first Super Bowl that hasn't featured Legarrette Blunt or C.J. Anderson for the last seven years. <laughs> what <laughs> is that? That could you think of a more random, uh, random factoid there? Yeah, that's interesting. I don't. Two, there's probably guys. There's probably nothing to take away from it, but uh, yeah, interesting that neither of those guys are in. Another little uh, fact that people, you know, they're going back and. Counting their receipts for all the things they were right about the 49ers or the Chiefs earlier in the season. And I know this because they had the Bengals, but the Bengals were favored against the 49ers week two of the NFL. Remember that's that? how that's how long the season is and how much things have changed. <clears throat> that's why we tell you if you have an opinion, lean into it. Our opinion was wrong about Jimmy Garoppolo and this 49ers <laughs> team for sure. Well, I think uh, I think we're not wrong about Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> We're just wrong. We were wrong about Shanahan's ability to take the ball away from him, much like a drunk who's trying to walk out with his keys. They've just pulled it out of his hands. It's unfair to say that. Obviously, he has some part of this. He's. He, I assume he's making calls at the line of scrimmage that are that are correct. He's just not using his arm. He's he, he's an unconventional modern day quarterback, but he's very good looking. Is Jimmy G? Now we know he's dated. Uh, he dated a porn star for a while. She, Male she or was, female? Uh, female. Uh, female. Okay. Um, Era, how dare you say that about Jimmy? 
He's dating a porn star, so you know he's connected to the porn star community. Is Jimmy G the first NFL cuck where he just sits back? He's witnessing all this awesome action happening, but not taking place. Maybe that's his kink where he just likes, he likes the team to score a lot of points, score a ton, (laughs) but he doesn't like to be involved. He just likes to sit off the side, you know, like those weird videos of, of dudes who (laughs) the acting in those videos are always hilarious. It's like, Oh no, not my wife. What are you doing to her? Just some creepy guy. Let me join in. No, no, there's watch. There's just a, there's a fetish where guys enjoy watching other guys have sex with their wife. And, and in this same capacity, Jimmy G is watching the 49ers score without him. And he's just sitting on the side. We're going to have to dive into this another day. Cause I'm a little unclear as to why, uh, why anyone would want to do that. Right. It's, it's the internet. It, uh, it oh. I, uh, sorry. I just Googled is Jimmy Garoppolo Long. gay. And I got stuck Cox. in some weird porn pop-ups. I'm going to not do that again. <laughs> All right, right. Does the G and Jimmy G stand for gay? I don't know. Still TBD. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but not that there's anything wrong with that. Indeed, I will give out my first Super Bowl bet, Ryan, and that is <sighs> give me tails, baby. Give me tails. Coin toss. You transitioned beautifully from Jimmy G being gay to <laughs> wanting tail. So, congratulations, Sean. Ryan, do you want to throw out your pick for the Super Bowl coin toss? Joe Burrow. No, I, I mean, obviously tails never fails, but I was going to say, I was trolling around just random football props. Joe Burrow to be the number one pick is minus 2000. No, it's plus 800. I, you remember Baker Mayfield coming out of nowhere. Do you remember yeah. some of the, like Joe Burrow was not on the list 12 months ago. He's now on the list. Very clearly quote, number one, uh, eight to one for him to not go. Number one seems a bit tricky. A no, bit I'm tricky. just going to load up on uh uh, number one, Joe Burrow minus two thousand. <laughs> I don't know why. Why mess with the sure thing? I don't know. All right. Thank you uh, for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. I am on tails. All to right. Confirm. We've given out our first Super Bowl bet. We've teased the fact that Super Bowl week is coming to SGPN. So stay tuned for that next week. We got some uh, fun stuff coming up this week. We'll talk a little college basketball, maybe a little NBA, uh, maybe a little XFL. Perfect time to check in the F- XFL. Do a little. Pro Bowl DFS slate. Mm, that's always fun. It's always fun. A lot of uh, DGEN stuff going on this week. And as always, give us a follow at Gambling Podcast. Make sure you enter the Super Bowl Squares competition. Take a screenshot of your five star, your new five star review. Even throw in a hashtag, uh, you know, SGP Super Bowl or whatever. So we know it's new. We know it's from you. Screenshot Where that in. It? Podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Podcast. Or do you want to say? Yeah. Send it to contest at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Contest at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Send that in, and uh, we will get you entered in the Super Bowl squares, which we will be giving away $1,000. And if you're running your own squares pool at home at your Super Bowl party, uh, print that out over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And for the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Happy Martin Luther King Day, Sean. Kramer, let it ride.